Welcome to Life Church. We are an ex 242 community, a family on a mission to bring the life of Jesus to Warrington. We hope you're ready to hear what God has to say to you today through His Word and by His Spirit. So, this morning, so we've been doing the armor of God, and um, <clears throat> who can remember the pieces of armor that, uh, that we've been looking at? Anybody want to go for the first one? The belt, that's right, Nick spoke to us, didn't he, uh, about the belt of truth. Um, and then the next one, anybody? Best pra- breastplate of righteousness, exactly. And that was Sarah, wasn't it? And do you remember the, the image of the bird bath that was overturned? And while it was just lying on the garden, all the stuff was growing, and it was in the wrong place. But it, when it's turned back over, the birds come, and they enjoy themselves, they wash, and they, they, they take the water, and it's in the right place doing that. Uh, and the other one that was, that, what did Lucas bring us last week? The shield, that's right. Uh, Captain America shield. Not all about that. Um, the shield of truth. So uh, the shield of faith. So yes, fantastic. So this morning, I get the feet. Hmm. You know, they got all armor and nice stuff like that. And I get the feet. But, uh, but that's okay. Because I think feet are quite cool. But let's look, let's look at Ephesians 6, 14. If you just put the first slide up. Thank you, Libby. And this is what we're looking at is here in Ephesians 6, 14 to 15. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Peace is a word that we've been thinking about this week, isn't it? We looked at our tellies. You know, COVID wasn't easy, was it? And now we think we're out of COVID, and, uh, and here we are looking at war in a country that's not far away. And the, the media does, you know, does show us that all the time. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, th- I don't think it's a coincidence that we're thinking about peace this morning. Um, but let's look at feet first. Now, feet are amazing, aren't they? We take them for granted. Um, you know, who, who drove here this morning and, and their feet drove, did things to the clutch and the accelerator and the brake and he didn't even think about it. You know, I'm stood up here, I jumped to my feet and I'm stood here and my feet are keeping all that, keeping me uh, uh, stood up. The muscles in our feet are amazing. And we've got all that amazing uh, mechanical stuff going on in our feet, haven't we? Um, we spend a fortune on shoes, footwear, you know, just trainers. Billions and billions of pounds are spent. On, on, on shoes that, that, that protect our feet, cover our feet, maybe make us look good. It's a fashion, isn't it? We've got a wedding in April, and uh, Laura needs to buy new shoes. You know, it's, the, it's important, isn't it? We go and so we dress our feet, don't we? And, uh, and so, so feet, feet are important. And I've bought, I've bought my safety boots this morning. And the clues in the name, these are my safety boots. I wear them on building sites. I wear them around my factory where I work. And they keep my feet safe. And there's, there's lots of technology in those boots that keep my feet safe. We've got, that's hard there. That's a safety cap there to protect my toes. And we've all stubbed our toe on something, haven't we, and know the pain of that. Or drop something on our foot. Uh, the soles are thick there um, to withstand, uh, to, so that I don't slip over. Uh, also, any chemicals or anything like that, they, they're supported at the sides. They, 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 uh, they stop me from, from spraining my ankle and that sort of thing. So, so we have safety boots, don't we? Um, and, and, that's, uh, and, that, and that's 
one of the reasons why, um, why Paul was talking about this in the letter to the Ephesians. As Lucas told us last week, the Ephesians were a, a metropolitan city. There was a lot of, uh, a, a real cross-section of society there. There were rich people there, poor people there. People were coming and going all the time in there. And he was writing this letter. And at the end of the letter to the Ephesians, he's trying to sum it up. And he's trying to think of a way that the, the Ephesian people, when they're reading the letter, can, can, take, can take that away and, and, and use what he was saying during the letter. And the letter's complicated. Ephesians is complicated. There's lots of big words in there and that sort of thing. But what he's trying to do at the end is to give them something to, to carry with them. And as he sat in prison, and I think of that great escape, Steve McQueen with his tennis ball, sat there, bored, yeah, in prison. He, he, he looks around and he sees something that, that they would see in Ephesus as well, a Roman soldier. Yeah, and he sees things on that soldier that, that stand out to him in, in, in the battle between, between good and evil, between the, between, um, the, the, the battle that we're in. And so he picks these things out on that Roman soldier, the breastplate, the shield, the helmet, and the shoes. And he looks at the, 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 the Roman soldier's shoes, and he can see the way they're constructed and how they're constructed. And, 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 and the, the fact that that soldier is marching, and he's moving around, and he's got he's to keep his feet safe. Um, and so, so we can see there that, that Paul is using that, that picture of the feet. But what, what has peace got to do with it? And that's, I, I struggled with that. What has peace got to do with feet? And what's it got to do with readiness? Because that's in that scripture. If you put the next slide up, please. So peace for me is that. A beach, the sun, surfboard. I can get away from it all. And that's what we think about when we think of peace, isn't it? Remember my mum, she's the mother of four boys. All she wanted sometimes was a bit of peace and quiet. Do you remember that? Bit of peace and quiet. And I think that was a trigger for us to make life even worse for her. When she said, I want some peace and quiet. I was like, right, okay, let's go for it now. Um, and all she wanted to do was that cup of tea and put her feet up. And there's, there's mums and dads here who know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. And peace for me now is a nice holiday. It's getting away from the emails, from the phone calls, from the kids asking me for money. Um, it, that's peace for me. Um, and we go, but I think we go through different phases of, of what peace means to us in our lives. Um, when I was going through my divorce, things were really difficult, and, and all I wanted was things to be back to normal. I wanted, I didn't, you know, we were dealing with solicitors and, and the kids, and it was really hard, and, and all I wanted was that peace that, that, that I had before, and I just, and I, I, I needed that peace back. And when we're, when we're ill, uh, Laura gets really bad migraines, and so she has to go into a darkened room to get over it, and that, that, that we just want some peace, don't we, away from that pain of when we're ill or when we're sick, and, 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 and so peace has lots of different words, lots of different ways of, 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 of appearing for us in, in the different stages we're at in our lives. But I think what Paul's talking about here is something more than that peace, that kind of, that kind of peace, because peace is, is just a thing, isn't it, for us to say, I, I want to be in a better place. But what he's speaking about is, is something more than that. And let's look at what that is. So... This word peace in this verse in Ephesians comes from this Greek word, irene. And it means in Greek, a peace beyond all comprehension. So we can't even imagine what this peace is. 
It's so, it's so good, that peace. It's beyond all comprehension. And this is, this is the word that Paul was using when he was writing. And there's two things that, that, that this peace is from and where it comes from. And the first one is peace with God. And we can read in this, this verse here, Romans 5, uh, verse 1, Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's salvation. When we pray that prayer, when we come to Jesus and ask him to forgive us for our sins, and we have that moment with him where he cleanses us from our sins, that's that peace. That, that is the peace that we receive when we receive Jesus. And, and that's what he's talking about there. Um, and, and again, Paul in Romans. There's a hymn that we sing. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. There's that assurance you get when you become a Christian. And it's difficult, isn't it? Because in those early years of being a Christian, you, you wonder, well, am I saved? Am I going to heaven? Am I okay? I've sinned again. I've messed up. And we need that assurance. We, we crave for that assurance, don't we? But, it, but it's there. And that's the peace we should remember. And we should, we should use this scripture and we should say it to, to ourselves. We should put it on the fridge. That therefore, since we've been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is a great way of remembering that peace. And another peace there, in the next slide there, is the peace of God. Jesus' gift of peace. And here we read in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives, your heart must not be troubled or fearful. He was comforting his disciples. It was before he was, he was going to go away. And he was giving us the Holy Spirit. And that's our comforter, a Holy Spirit. And again, we need to, we need to search for that, for that Holy Spirit, those moments with the Holy Spirit where we, where we receive that peace. And those Ukrainians, as they go about their, their day to day, you know, peace for them last week is a totally different world now, isn't it? Bombs raining down, the uncertainty and that sort of thing. But we see the Ukrainian Christians and we see their faith and they're singing and they're speaking to each other and they're praying for each other. They have this peace. They already have this peace and they're reminding themselves about this peace. And it's important that we, we do that. And I think when I think about that, then I start to understand how peace can be something to do with our feet. We, we have that foundation. We're stood on that. We, 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 but we need to protect it. And that's what Paul's saying. We need to protect that peace. And so we need to remind ourselves all the time of these truths that Jesus has left with us. So what about readiness? Because we've got peace, but in this verse in Ephesians, we also see this word readiness. Um, and so, so I wanted to look at that. And so we've, we see this picture, don't we, of feet being ready. The Olympics, Commonwealth Games, that sort of thing. We see people get their starting, um, the, the starting blocks ready. And they spend a long time before the sprints um, setting up their, their starting blocks. And, and that, that moment before the gun goes off as their feet are in there and they're securely in place. And all of that energy is directed down into your feet. And, and ready to go. And you see that, that energy in there, and suddenly, when the gun goes, they're off and sprung, and off they go. And, and, and we need that readiness, don't we, um, to, to, to live our lives. 
We, we need to be ready for stuff. You know, we've seen, it's been so uncertain. For years, it's been, everything has seemed so uncertain. Things we thought were all okay and, and everything's okay now. It's again, something else happens, something else. We have to be ready um, for that. So what, how, what about things that we can be, how can we be ready Let's have a look at the next slide. Thank you. So this is interesting. So this is something called human performance. Now, you might know I'm an engineer. I work in a factory in Roncorn. And we've got lots of dangerous stuff in that place. Um, and uh, there's, there's equipment in there which is hot. There's equipment in there that's got lots of nasty chemicals. There's lots of heavy things that can fall on top of you. And so we have health and safety. You've probably heard of health and safety, risk assessments, that sort of thing. We've all done that. But something we, we train to do as well is something called human performance. And what it basically says is that if you have good habits, we're, we're actually protected from the danger. So what I mean by that is if you were to come into my factory tomorrow, you would be at risk because you don't know how it all works. Where are the safe areas? Where's the hot stuff? Where's the, where's the dangerous chemicals? I work there every day, so I know that. And so I'm in the habit of knowing where those things are. And we've, we do lots of risk assessments and safe systems of work. And, and so, so we're shown that. And, and, and statistically, what we find is whenever there's an accident, it's because somebody hasn't followed the right way of doing something. They've either fallen into a bad habit of doing something the wrong way, or they haven't understood. And there's interesting, lots of interesting uh, studies on it, but when someone's been away from holiday for a while, and they're not used to it, we, we run a special human performance course so that people are back up to speed with what they do on a daily basis because they're not in the same routine of doing that safe, that safe system all the time. So we have a daily meeting um, with, the, with the lads on the shop floor and we go through what we're going to be doing that day and we look at where the risk areas are. And isn't this true as being a Christian? The, 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 you know, the routine, the good habits are really, really important to us to keep us safe. And, 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 and so we should, we should really good, we should form really, really good habits. And bad habits are dangerous. And, and that's true in, in real life, but it's also true in our spiritual battles. That those bad habits that we get into, they're, they're not good for us. We need to break them. Um, Laura said to me the other day, can we start praying together again, please? And that's really important that as a couple, we pray together. The devil hates it. And straight away, he's trying to put stuff in our way. No, no, do this. Watch this. Try and do this. No, no. When we pray together, we know we're stronger. We know that we, that we, that we talk about the things we're praying about. What are we praying about today? Yes, let's pray for this family member. Let's pray for this that's going on at work. So, so, so get that. Those are really good habits to form with, with your spouse and, and to, to remind. And if you're not doing it, get back and do it again. Because we know that that's, where, that's a good habit that we can do. Another one that, that, uh, that we've got is, is this is really interesting. This is about reading your Bible. Um, I nicked this off um, uh, Pete Clark when he did the, the, the witness course the other day. And he, showed, he, he talked about this, and I, I did a bit more research. So this is the, the Center for Bible Engagement. They're American. Um, and what they've done is like a survey into people reading their Bible. And, and this, this is called the Power of Four Effect. If you read your Bible more than four, four times a week, then there's a definite change in your 
in, in the way that you behave. Uh, and, and these are the statistics that come. 228, 228% more likely to share your faith with others if you've read your Bible more than four times a week. Fascinating. 407% more likely to, to memorize scripture. And it's so important, isn't it? Some, when we're speaking to someone, oh, I wish I remember that scripture. I wish I remember that from Sunday. I wish I, wish I could remember to say that verse to somebody. But we're 407% more likely to share that with somebody if we read our Bible more than four times a week. Seems simple, doesn't it? You know, four times a week. It's not even the whole week. And, and, and there's a definite change in people's uh, um, uh, lives. 59% less likely to view pornography if you're reading your Bible more than four times a week. And, and that's because of that good habit, isn't it? It's that good habit that we're not falling into a bad habit, a dangerous habit. We're, we're following a good path. And 30% less likely to struggle with loneliness just by reading our Bible. And there's these statistics around. And it, so, so it's not just a, a, a law that God says, I've got to read my Bible every day. These things do us good. Yeah? We, and, and they do other people good around us because we can witness to them and we can, we can take that stand. It's really, really important. So the next slide, yeah, so just coming into land now, really. There's more than just standing, and there's more than just protecting our feet. So it's not, it, I don't want it to be negative, we've got to protect. And it, it is good to protect, and we should protect, but once we've protected, we need to do something else. Um, our feet stand, don't they? And it's important that we stand, stand with people in prayer, that we stand firm about what we believe, um, and that we, we stand with others. We say that, don't we? We're standing with you in this time. Yeah. We're going to help you get through this, this period, which is a difficult time. We're, we'll stand with you. Please let us know if you need anything. Please let us know if you need a lift, some food, anything. We stand with people. And that's something that we can remember with feet, isn't it? That, that we stand. And then we move forward, don't we? We take ground. Um, I loved watching the rugby yesterday and the scrum, and you see the scrum go down, and the feet are dug into the turf, and they're pushing against each other, and, and, and the, the push of the scrum then to, to take ground, and all that strength, all that weight is moving forward and, and taking that ground. And that's important that we do that. And how do we do it? We do it by enabling people. This is a great church for enabling. You know, anything you want to do, if you put your hand up, and, 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 and you get enabled straight away. It is, it, is, it is a really good church for enabling, and that's why I love it. It's got to be for the right reasons. It's got to be for, for, the, for the good of the community and what we do here, but honestly, this church is great for enabling people. Uh, fellowship with people. Lisa just spoke about um, the life groups. You know, that fellowship on a, on a Wednesday, on a Tuesday, really, really important that we have fellowship with each other. The men's stuff as well, and I'm sure you girls will, will, will have that sort of fellowship as well. But fellowship with each other is so important um, so that we can move forward um, and, and take that ground. And seeking God, those moments where we lock ourselves away, where, we've, where we, we, we get the Bible, where we, we just ask God to, to tell us what he wants us to do so that we can follow him, so that we can, so that we can go after him and, 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 and move forward. Thank you. So just to summarize then, so the peace that we're speaking about with, with this is the peace with God and the peace of God. 
please lock that away in your hearts this week as we go out. Because Paul was trying to summarize his complicated letter to the Ephesians with the armor of God. Please remember this piece as we go into next week. It's going to be a hard week, we know, on lots of levels, but we're going to see it on the telly as well with, with the war in Ukraine. But please remember these verses. Write those verses down. Take them with you. Share them with other people because peace is, is on everybody's lips, isn't it, at the moment? So, so relevant with God and of God. The readiness, good habits and routine. Yeah, those feet in the starting blocks. We're here, we're Sunday. Everything's Everything's great. We go into Monday, a bit of a wobble maybe, but let's, let's stay with good habits and good routine. And, and it's not just about protecting. It's about standing with people and moving forward. Yeah. So please, if you could stand now, let's stand to our feet. I know see, some people can't stand and, and that's hard. Um, and we just pray for healing for people who've got, who've got leg and, and feet problems. But please stand with me now. Lord God, we thank you for our feet. We thank you for your word and, and what you've spoken to us about today. Father, we do pray for peace in our land. But Lord, we thank you for the peace that you've given us as Christians. As we stand before you now, we thank you for all of your promises and, uh, and what you've done in our lives. Thank you for our journeys. And uh, we thank you that you've given us the Holy Spirit that brings that peace. Oh, Jesus, be with us as we, as we take on next week. And, uh, and as we move forward and as we take ground for you, prepare us, Lord. We know that you're watching over us and we know that, that, uh, that you guide us every step of the way. We thank you that we can encourage each other and we thank you that we're a family and that we're safe with you. Oh, Jesus, be with us, we pray. Amen. We've come to the end of this week's message. We hope you've been impacted and inspired. Keep up to date with everything that's happening by visiting our website at www.lifechurchwarranty.com.